0: Hey everybody, thanks for listening. Don't forget that we are a Patreon-supported podcast, so if you want to show some love, be sure to go to our website at patreon.com slash 925cc.
1: Thanks, Scott. This is the 9to5 Entertainment System where we talk about the most important things going on in geek culture right now, like...
0: We start talking about Marvel movies, including Infinity War and Black Panther. Then we talk about Deadpool 2 and Celine Dion drop a little bit of information on solo and then arrested development season four and five news john
2: michelle wolf and her delightful roast of the uh us media empire we talk about death race 2000 ninja from d and his troubles kanye gets eviscerated by tmz and then we think about monty python for a little while
1: we think about this so that you don't have to the nine to five entertainment system rolls on in your ears This is a fine place as any, to start. <laughs> hang on, you, hang on a second. Where we talk about the things Keith, that you may Keith, have missed. I'm
0: going to have to throw up again. Oh, God damn it. God damn it. Not again. <laughs>
1: uh. Okay, I feel the thing that we need to talk about is the thing that Scott and I don't want to talk that much about, but it is probably the most topical. Your and podcast, in line. buddy. You can just talk li- li- about whatever you want I to. I know, but I'm like in line with what our listeners want. I feel that our nerd geek listeners have probably seen Infinity War because it had yeah. the largest opening weekend of all time and then the largest second weekend of all time. I think it's already a billion. Yeah, it's already time. made a billion dollars in two weeks. Yeah. And now, without getting into the details, only one of us has seen Infinity War, so we don't want to spoil it, but I feel we should talk about Infinity War. It's okay. a huge deal. 17 movies, building up to one movie. Yeah. In a, in a way. Did you hear about um, the AMC thing that they did? I did not. Okay, so certain AMC theaters, it wasn't even all 17, I think it was 12, mm-hmm. had a 31-hour movie marathon that you could they buy for. all of them? Before. Not all of them. I think it was about 12. Oh, It was shit. ones that related to the Infinity War. So I think like Ant-Man... Didn't get put in because Ant Man didn't have any any contact any, with the, any yeah. contact with the with the plot. So Iron again, Man yeah.
0: three because no one
1: wants to watch that. Yeah, again. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Like yeah. any anything that really didn't tie in. They cut because I mean like they were already at 31 hours yeah that's crazy and I was like holy crap so I was reading this article uh, I think it might have been Kotaku mm-hmm. or something But like this woman that was like I'm, I'm doing it like but like as a journalist like kind of like take notes like who are these people <laughs> yeah, you know
2: what's the real story yeah and just are, and just like she's like, i would never
1: really done any of like the movie marathon she's like the most I had done would, would be like home based marathons where there's like pausing and stuff and yeah people just like camping in a movie theater for 31 hours man like 31 fun filled marvel disney yeah exactly hours. and that that's what they that was, it was hilarious just like reading like people kind of like talking about like what movies they plan to like sleep through and everybody was aiming for <laughs> age of ultron <laughs> and i was like fair it is yep. by far yeah. the worst one That nah, movie it's a bad movie yeah. yeah and then uh they were talking about just like how especially as a like as a, from a journalistic perspective they're like how how many of them are just like rote, like like just like like the same comedy beats Mm-hmm. all the time oh man yeah. and and just like, like the same like it's like, a formula you know and it, it's they, absolutely a formula and just like oh, how
0: can you blame them after the first Iron Man movie
1: yeah like it was, it was a big hit But and apparently he's, he is like uh, completely like like you cannot tolerate Iron Man by Infinity War like you cannot tolerate Tony Stark by Infinity War if you watch them all in a jam because you're just like you're the worst you're the worst Tony Stark and you're terrible uh-huh. and you're awful at making decisions and you're just awful and I was like fair like Good uh, writing. That's I like that. That's, yeah, I that's know. Iron Man. I know, but that's it. But he's like he's kind of fun when he pops up in places, and then you're just like, I hate him. I hate him because we watched it for 31 hours. Uh, and one thing I kind of didn't realize about this going into Infinity War was, uh, especially with the people who were there. Obviously, those are the hardcore fans that are sitting there for 31 hours, who are willing to do it, and yeah. then they're also probably going to be younger because like adults don't have that much time, or like real adults don't okay. have that much time. So apparently it was a lot of people in their early 20s, real adults yeah. don't have that much time. I want I, like we should we should quote that. Put it somewhere. Real adults don't, who has, hey, had
2: hey, you got a Go spare on.
1: 31 hours kicking I mean, around next week? I sure don't.
2: But if this was important
1: to me, I might I might choose to book exactly. that time. Exactly. So how would you how would it become and important you? just called to you? all those people who booked that time not real adults. I call you uh, men, children or women children. You okay. are not all the way made to people. Because you could do it at your home. You could do it in the comfort of your own home. All right, all right, all anyway, right. Anyway. But it was just kind of interesting because apparently a, a lot of the people in it tended towards early 20s. Because, I mean, this was during a work okay, week okay, also, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, and they were just saying, like, something I kind of didn't realize, how s- there's, like, an entire group of people in their early 20s who, like, grew up with these movies. And it's, like, they were, and it's, like significantly more important to them than it did, than they would even be to, like, us as comic book geeks. Because they were like, I saw the first Iron Man movie yeah. when I was 12. And now I'm 22, and there's this great series of movies that have been with me throughout. Jeez, that's my, a good point. Throughout my life, and I have these like reliable, awesome comic book movies. It'd be like if Star Wars just was like had, had just kept pumping out just movies, kept coming out, just like for your entire childhood. Hmm. And I was like, huh. I was like, I didn't really like think of it as the people that grew up with it have 17 movies in a series that they love, and like, and then it immediately translated into the fastest movie to a billion dollars. So Marvel's what's Infinity what's War.
2: <clears throat> What's
0: closest? Harry Potter is probably the next fastest. to a billion, no, four no, no, like
1: like. Oh, that series
0: t- of movies that came out theoretically, that someone could grow up with
1: the. I would say Harry Potter, yeah. yeah. I would say Harry Potter's about hmm. about it. Star
0: probably. Wars doesn't count. Maybe I mean, Star
1: Wars will get there 1982 the to
0: 1999. Yeah, the was a the big
1: gap. Gap. there a gap in the first, and then the, the next three. There was again another like ten years where they weren't coming out. There was. I don't think you had a lot of chances to grow up with a series of movies. It hmm. Being like the event of the year, you know. Harry Potter came out
0: Christmas, right? Every almost year for, every year for nine years.
1: Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, and I mean, counting counting the books too, because you probably if you got into Harry Potter via book because they were huge selling books, <clears> like you could easily you could easily have like a ten fifteen year like section of your life being like full of Harry Potter as you like. Okay, so Marvel's Infinity say, War. How was it though? Um, okay, that, so like I want that I, I want to not
2: get like spoil anything, I guess, because you haven't seen the both of it. But I'll start out at the beginning that it was it was fucking great. I went in with like very negative expectations. I, yeah. I didn't even see Black Panther. My my like interest in these Marvel films has been kind of waning yeah. over the last four or yeah, yeah. five. Did you see Thor? I did see Thor, and it was great. I, I, I okay. quite liked it, but it was like. It's just good fun, you know? So, this movie, I I think they did a lot of, uh, like, brave directorial choices that paid off, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Is it the The, Russo brothers again? Yeah. Okay. But Vince? No, not Not Vince.
1: Vince Russo books it.
2: I mean... (laughs) I'll see if I can get at some of what I thought was particularly cool. One was they started out, like, right in the fucking thick of it. Right in the action. There's not a split-second wasted, like, doing exposition about any of these characters. They, they... Well,
1: I mean, they had 17 movies of exposition. Well,
2: well that's the thing. <laughs> so, like, on the one hand, they, they were able to, like, properly use the time of this film right. so that it was, like, intense plot shit from, like, split-second one till all the way at the end. So it felt it felt very full in that way. But at the same time, like, the story of Thanos running around and him grabbing the Infinity Stones... Yeah. Is is obviously the build up to this film, but he starts it out with only one Infinity Stone. Yeah, it's like and like what do we really know about Thanos going into this movie? He's a big dude. In a he's chair. a big purple guy who has like a chair, and I guess some people are afraid of him. And like he does some he stuff. Bostrom the, Kithari, the
0: Kithari and Loki and,
2: and yeah, and so he does like interact with them a little bit, Likewise, Gamora. Um, yeah, like there's a bit of that, Nebula. but he's he's not like well developed at all. This movie, he gets a shitload of screen time. He yeah. does a lot of exposition talking about his stuff. So it's kind of fun. But, I, but like halfway through, you realize you don't really know that much about him from all of those 17 movies of build up. So in that regard, I feel like it as a build up plot wise didn't really succeed. But so much happens in the movie. And, and like the characters are very well used. Every minute of it is packed with stuff going on. It didn't
1: it didn't feel bad at all. I loved it. I have a, a, a point of question for Scott. If I'm not mistaken, Thanos was, like, not a big deal prior to the Infinity Saga in the comics either, right? He was, like, around but not really, like, established. Like, as you're he, a little older than I am. but like. He was
0: uh, created by Jim Starlin okay. in the 70s.
1: Just so you know, listener, he's not <clears throat> looking this up. He just knows. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: And in the 70s in Marvel, there was a bunch of that sci-fi,
1: Flash outer space kind of... Ancient Stuff. evils yeah. that live in space. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, he was around. He was a big bad guy, but he mostly fought like Captain Marvel. Yeah, and yeah. The the original Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. and like he wasn't. He wasn't developed. He wasn't. He wasn't fighting the Avengers or the X Men or anything.
2: Yeah. In the filmiverse, I think he first shows up in the first mm-hmm. Thor movie, and then he's just like a background, right? He's the one directing. What's it called? And he's revealed in the reveal at the end of the first Thor movie.
0: I think it's the second Thor movie.
2: Really? Yeah. Man. Wow.
1: Uh, yeah, but... Uh, yeah, I guess they'd I think... The maybe second Thor movie gets, and then he Avengers... Might, he might get name drop in the first Thor movie, maybe. Yeah, um,
2: I don't know. Anyway, whatever. So, what else do we have to say? Ask ask me anything about the movie and I'll do non-spoilery stuff. Okay, step. so
1: my... Like I said, without getting into a spoilery thing, was... And from what you're also saying, is that it's... How does it navigate being, like, so busy? You know? Like, it's just... It seems like I was like... You, there's, like, those shots of, like... All the Avengers and yeah. all the Guardians and Black Panther and whoever, and they're like, "Let's go!" And so it, like...
2: it does a lot of work in dividing dividing up the, the huge cast into unlikely pairs. Okay, so you have a good long sequence Ooh, with
0: classic comic book trope too. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you I get love the, that.
2: the weird. Um, so you get like Rocket has a long scene with I forget who in this moment, but they 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 split everybody up. Good pair, like and Dustin in Stranger
1: Things. Yeah, it's exactly great. like that. <laughs>
2: Um, and so those are particularly well done. Right. You, like you get a lot of good character development, and it's cool because you get character development while they're doing something that's important to the plot. So right. by by like making it busy in that manner, you push a lot forward. That's cool. Yeah. I, I mean,
1: I I mean, I will I, say like
2: the 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 end. I mean, you guys know what happens in Infinity War. Yeah. Because it's a twenty year old story. Yeah. So obviously, some big shit goes down. Yep. It's magnificently handled, and it's done with like got slamming impact it is so good
1: how i mean uh,
0: it's it's supposed to serve as a bookend to the first
1: three phases section of marvel movies it's handled with like
2: like you so there's there's some big big shit goes on in the first like 15 minutes you know obviously they're they're trying to set the stage in terms of like how important how big a deal is this i'm sure you can guess what happens in the first 15 i mean characters die in the movie right that's so that happens at the start just to give you an idea of like how serious the playing field is right right
1: how does it compare to Wash eating it in Serenity? Does um, anyone eat it like with that much impact? Without saying who eats yes, it? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So. God
0: yeah. damn it! I went. I went to the mall this weekend. Yeah. And Archer picked up this box that was. He was like dinosaurs, and it was the two freaking dinosaurs from Serenity. <laughs> like it was called the the Serenity Firefly Inevitable Betrayal Dinosaur Set. Nice. That's it was his adorable. two dinosaurs, and I was yeah. just like, "Oh, that's." Oh, <laughs> I don't want that in my house
1: because I feel that 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 like to me that's always like the the jump out moment of like goofy like sci fi action that manages to like hit the left left turn and like get you in the gut like that's kind mm-hmm. of one of the like hallmark moments of that.
0: I'm a leaf in the wind.
1: Like that cinema style, you know, where it's like yeah, it's a hyper silly action adventure, but like if you can hit that left turn and Wash bites it in Serenity, and you're like, oh no. Like, so
2: the question of who gets killed. Um, I, I would say that it, it like, uh, I will just comment that it makes sense from an economic standpoint. It doesn't necessarily make sense from a, like, good storytelling standpoint. Okay. But it's still not bad. There's some brave choices. Okay. And so, you, like, you won't be disappointed in that regard.
1: Hmm. Uh, except, I, I mean, yeah. I'm interested. I mean, like, I heard, I read, I read a couple of reviews that were just sort of, like, it's, like, it is really busy, really ambitious. And yeah. I was, like, I forget, someone that was reading was just sort of, like, Considering that it is a movie with, like, 17 prequels, you're, like, it handled itself, like, w- about as well as you could possibly do it. That's like, exactly on like, the which, which still has, like, which, within that statement, means it has some faults, because you're, like, it's impossible to, like, I think, fully address expectations with that much of a build. Yep. 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 But just, so long as it,
0: just so long as it delivers on the
2: first Avengers movie
1: promise. It, this absolutely like. delivers on the That's first fine. Avengers I'm, movie promise. So, uh, you're you're uh, have a blast. I guess where? I mean, I guess I was gonna. say Are where, we on the list? It? Where does yeah, it? Yeah. I was like, where does it rank on the list? Or no, it, no, it, no, we, hold, hold on. A no. wait wait you to guys watch are watch it, gonna go see it. Yeah. We're or do probably we want to wait not too excited. back up. I guess my my follow up question to ranking it on our list would be: Where would you rank it as a Marvel film, just in general? Like, probably top three. Probably top three. Yeah. Yeah. For
2: sure, for sure, for sure.
0: Sliding into that, oh, hold on. I
2: watched Black Panther. Oh, and yeah. And that yeah. one
0: was also critically I acclaimed.
2: definitely want to see it. Yeah. Like, there's so many movies. I, I actually didn't see it, so. And
0: yeah. Not going into too much spoilers, it has the best written villain in the Marvel movies so far. What's his oh, name? Oh man, Kilo,
1: Thanos going to give you Eric, a run Eric for Killmonger. His Killmonger, yeah. <laughs> I was like Killgrave. Nope, wrong one. Killmonger. <laughs> there you go. Great, uh, great names, Marvel. Keep is, them coming. Is he? The,
0: I don't. I'm not saying he's the best villain, but he's the best written. He's written with uh, a motivation that you agree with, and is still written despicably enough that you're like, I understand what he's doing, and it's not wrong, but he is still a bad person and needs to be stopped. Hmm. And that was, like, exactly what writers for this type of movie should be doing. For a superhero movie, you can't just keep having, like, Ultron going, I'm an evil robot and I want to kill everyone. I'm
2: sick of that. I'm tired of that. That's why Age of Ultron didn't work. Is it, is it different if they only want to kill half of everyone? Cause <laughs> they put a lot of work into trying to justify that motivation, and I don't know if that really works. That's what I'm saying. Like. You know.
0: Loki, I want to rule the world. Like I love Loki. He's got some great lines. Tom Hiddleston's yeah. got that great character on screen. Um, Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger. You're like you're a, you're a little fucking heel but well, like, what you're trying to do is not wrong.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, like I thought that the closest. I mean, without seeing having seen Black Panther, the closest they've gotten to that, I feel, was with Zemo in Winter Soldier, where you're like yeah, you're like yeah, you're you're doing bad things, but. The Avengers just like ripped up a country and then dropped it. Like that's uh-huh. a thing that happened. You're like that. You people.
0: The thing is, Z- <laughs> you know, like Zemo. Zemo doesn't have that like your villain. In a lot of ways, you're watching Civil War and you're kind of like, maybe Zemo should win this one. Yeah. In In Black Panther, you're like, he he really needs to be stopped. He cannot right. win this fight because hmm. he is a fucking bad person. Hmm. But what he's trying to do maybe maybe someone else should do that after.
1: <laughs> maybe someone should do it less villainous. Uh, it's very <laughs> nuanced and I fucking loved it. How is... Uh, I hear Chadwick Boswell is the best the, in general. The, the
0: cast was amazing. The casting decisions were amazing.
1: Soundtrack's amazing.
0: I listened to the soundtrack a bunch. The soundtrack is great. It's the, there's a car chase scene in it that is mm-hmm. fucking beautifully choreographed and original. Hmm. There's a scene in that car chase like... To spoil it, one of the, uh. uh no, don't royal... spoil Infinity War. Now no, no, no. no this this is, this is, a, seen this is an action moment. It's an action moment. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, an action okay. moment. Uh, one of the royal guards throws, uh, a vibranium spear at a car. It goes through the back windscreen, through the windshield, and hits the pavement right in front of the car that she's chasing. Mm-hmm. And because it's vibranium, when the car hits it, the car just flips over, like in, um, Death Race 2000, or Death, Death Race. Race and,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. When they like dropped it. the tombstone?
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah,
2: yeah. Except so it's just spear. It's like trajectory came through the through car. Through the car. And hits the pavement
0: the right in front of it. And then the car stops. Nice. Like, bang. That's yeah. yeah. like, oh. fuck, that's cool. That's super cool. And there's lots of cool moments like that. I really, really like Black Panther. I'm
1: and, and, But how, how does it, um, what's, what's, what is, what am I asking? How, because I heard it, like, it, it comes the closest to, like, kind of, like, being, like, a film like where there's like some social awareness and all that stuff yeah, yeah, it yeah, comes yeah. the closest to being a film <laughs> yeah convert like marvel but, movies i don't really consider them to be like films they're yeah, just they're, they're movies, movies. Yeah. Yeah, exactly yeah. <laughs> you know like i was like i heard black panther gets like gets the closest of the marvel hmm. cinematic i mean
0: it gets the closest of, it is it is a marvel movie yeah, exactly yeah yeah yeah, 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 right. yeah exactly it's not like suddenly it does it, <laughs> it does touch on being black in America and in the rest of the world Mm -hmm. and in the Marvel world. Right. And those are three very different things. Yeah. Like what it means to be black. Mm -hmm. Not being black myself, it doesn't resonate with the same way as it did with a lot of people who went to see that movie. Yeah. But it also isn't like dominating the plot line of the movie. I wasn't watching this going like... Oh, I understand what the message is. Right, like it's it is an action movie about a superhero, yeah. in a magic kingdom with science fiction metal.
1: Yeah. Well, the analogy like, that I kind of heard is. was sim- hmm. like, similar to, but al- also kind of like proof of concept that uh, an action, like a big Hollywood action movie, could have a black leading male without him necessarily it being about like it's not like blackular. Yeah. Know, exactly. Or black-ular. Whatever. Which was which was similar to like the Wonder Woman thing where you're like, yeah, this is. It's yeah, not, It's not a thing, and you're like, and if I was a woman or if I was black, I would be, like, probably way more into it. And you're like, as a white dude, do you know who which comic book heroes are white dudes? Almost all of them. So, it's like, we're spoiled, and we have most of them. So, it's like, I think seeing someone that actually is, like, a part of, like, who you are is probably, like, very exciting. For sure. <laughs> like
0: It's uh, it's a lot like Wonder Woman in that way where, as a white dude, I'm like, this is still a great movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not um, pushing an agenda. Mm-hmm and it's not and it's nice to have that like no you don't need to have another white dude take over yeah, yeah, an yeah. action movie
1: neat yeah
0: i recommend it a lot it was cool. it was really good it I, delivered on the hype
1: certainly mm. on my to do list have you guys heard about the other important superhero movie news I don't know if C- I can C- handle C- it. Celindion Celine Dion <clears throat> has a brand new single that has just been released. <laughs> is
0: Ryan Reynolds as Daredevil in the video?
1: Well, no, no. Ryan Reynolds what? is Deadpool, bro. Deadpool. Not Come Daredevil. On. Deadpool. Sorry. So, <laughs> right, so C- reprising his much beloved. Give yeah, it. Right. So, Celine Dion <laughs> has recorded a new single okay. for the Deadpool 2 soundtrack. I- is that fucking serious? It is so serious, oh and it is the God. greatest thing. I was like, oh my God. I was like, like, and just like I Because a super
0: Deadpool is obviously a Celine Dion
1: fan. Oh, without a doubt. It's so good. The video is just hilarious, but then, but also just like, just max level of like trolliness to mm-hmm. have an original Céline Dion composition for the romantic like score. That's incredible. Of Deadpool 2. I was like, I was like, I don't even understand how this how this was pulled off. Like just in general, how they made everybody. agree. Ryan
0: Reynolds made a phone call, and Celine Dion was like, "That's hysterical." So funny. Mm-hmm.
1: And just like she's, I was like, she's fucking funny. So like, funny. I, I love it. At the end of the the music video is basically like shot. It, like the music video was shot and edited like absolutely like. From like the bodyguard soundtrack yeah or, yeah yeah or, like the cuts like the slow motions of like Wade Wilson in like, the rain like just like running through and like catching up to like the girl and whatever and like the kid looking up like sad like like all cuts from the film but mm-hmm. like only in a world where this is a film where a Celine Dion song would be perfectly like fit <laughs> within it it's so good I love it. and r- right right at the end uh, like Celine like kind of ends it and then uh, that Deadpool is just sort of like Celine great job one problem too great you're like at an 11 this is Deadpool 2. Like, dial it down to like a 5 or a 6. <laughs> like, I mean, like, your talent is being wasted right now. <laughs> just like, <laughs> you, you do not need to be this good for this movie. <laughs> like, just. Awesome. Yeah. It's, it's great that she's obviously in on the joke. Yeah. Well, and, I, mean, I mean,. And into it. Yeah. In yeah, on the yeah, joke. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Like, it's not just like that she. Because, like, the song is just like Ashes, and it's like, can love come from Ashes or some, like, some <laughs> nonsense y, <laughs> like, stereotype. And I was like, this is a real Celine Dion single. Like this is going to be getting played on like Q92 and stuff. You know what I mean? I wonder from the Deadpool two soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Like, Cause like it already has like, a gazillion downloads and whatever. And then I'm like, but I, I wonder about if there's like Celine Dion fans. When I was in
2: Tanzania, Tanzania. People asked about that when they heard I was from Quebec. They were like, oh, you bet you feel so sad for Ceylon's whatever, because like right he had died right around that him, time. Yeah, yeah. Like,
1: everybody was She's like... She's a global superstar. Global
2: fucking phenomenon.
1: Yeah, 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 exactly. That's what I'm saying. I was like, so there's, there's a giant, I think, market of Celine Dion that, like, in a big way transcends the market for Deadpool 2. Yep. <laughs> you know, like, it doesn't overlap with it. Like, There are people, I think, who will appreciate that song... And unironically, un- right? unironically, yeah. and never see Deadpool too, and just be like, "Here's the new Celine Dion track." Yeah, oh, I was so it's so great that we live in this world that that could happen it reminded me a lot of if you saw i think it was the second muppets movie Mm -hmm. uh where miss piggy has like a sad sad moment and just starts like singing and it's like does like half of a like a sad piano song with miss piggy and then like in soft focus celine dion just like shows up and then starts like duetting with miss piggy and i was like this is the best (laughs) (laughs) it's like stuff like that where you're like i fully acknowledge that like as celine dion i am like a weird like I guess almost like meme mm-hmm. into myself, like playing Celine Dion music during a sad, like montage is like such a trope. And then for her to like embrace that and just like, it's great. Get it. Hey, plus, I,
0: I like Celine Dion as a person. I see her on talk shows and I'm like, Oh, you, you get it. Yeah. You
1: seem kind of fun. Hmm. Deadpool 2. I, yeah, I'll watch it. Thanks. I can't not just the hype once again, <laughs>
2: just like, I think I'm, I'm, like, at the point where I'm okay waiting for the, the Netflix release, you know?
1: Of uh, Deadpool? Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily say I need to go see it in movies, but it's, like, I'm more excited for Deadpool than I was for most Marvel movies these days. Mm-hmm. Like, Well, what we I mean, should
2: do is right now become excited for Infinity War, because it was Oh, no, I will. Deadpool. I
1: will, absolutely. And, like I said, I, just, I really want to see A Quiet Place, badly. Yep. And then uh, something else. Something else is happening. Oh, Yeah, Solo comes out in two weeks. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Which, Which yeah, I, de- I don't know.
2: I mean, I f- it's kind of tragic, you know? We're, like, basically obligated to go see it, and maybe it's going to be garbage, and we would be better served by not going to see yeah. it, you know? I, uh, yeah, like,
1: I feel that, like in I'm, like, Quiet Place and Infinity War are definitely things I will see in theaters before I go see Solo. Yeah. Like... Oh, but did you but see Donald, the, but Donald Lando
0: Glover? Lando Calrissian. That's still an amazing thing. Still yeah. awesome.
1: He was he just did a Saturday Night Live this week and he Well he's he, got a new single out. Yeah America. He has a new, he has a new single out. Atlanta season two started and he's in Han Solo, so I think he had the like Busy. bases covered for, for stuff to talk about on like a plug situation. Yeah. But yeah, they had a they had a sketch in S N L where he was like Lando Calrizian. He was just sort of like, I'm Lando Calrizian and I'm the first black people black person that a lot of you know from the galaxy and I kind of wanted to have this convention of all the black people in the galaxy I reserved this big old room this big old conference room and I see I see three of you I see <laughs> three of you out there I was there are only three they're like Mace Windu's dead he's like yeah I guess so <laughs> it's just like like I really thought there was more of us in the galaxy like I was hoping that maybe there was like a planet that we had taken over at some point why are there only three black people in Star Wars uh, it's funny and Lando is the you know the original black person in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. But he uh, didn't really, other than doing that joke, didn't really seem to get into much of it. It still seems to be kind of hush-hush. Uh,
2: prob- I mean, can you imagine how careful the NDAs are on oh, all that my goodness, stuff? Yeah.
1: Like, the, new, yeah. the new television commercials have very little Han Solo in them. Yep. Which is very weird. I, don't know if I saw I saw
0: an action figure of the new Han Solo, and it looked weird. Mm-hmm. It looked so weird. There was a picture of the actor playing him, and I was like... Uh, that is not a good toy. <laughs> oh
2: I don't know what else can be said. They're two we'll, weeks we'll, away. We'll go We're it gonna it see and it'll
1: it. be good or it will be bad. Yeah. and it has all of the setup to be bad. I feel. Anyway, yeah, I'm more excited for Ron Howard's other uh, creative endeavors. Well, okay, recently. yeah. Have
2: you guys started watching the remix of Arrested Woman? I,
1: I read about it. It's I actually kind
2: of neat. I, might. I never finished season four. I, yeah. So I, I finished it, but really because I forced myself to, and I kept like I kept saying, "Okay, I'm going to rewatch it. I'm going to like get all the subtle references this time." And then I would always get two episodes in and give up. It was really rough. So the new the, I, the new cut looks a lot. It feels a lot like original stuff. Yeah, it yeah. all just makes sense. You just watch it and
1: well, they they openly admitted that season four was like an expensive, experiment of yeah. like of binge watching where they were like can we take that kind of like that weird humor where you don't get a joke until later and like extend it out over a seat like you know didn't what I mean? really it didn't really work not yeah. with me huh? it didn't work with me. no and and even as an arrested development fan who like i like i got netflix yeah. because of this yeah
0: i was very hesitant for netflix yeah. I was like, oh, season four—that is worth it. Yeah, I liked it made it. I liked
1: season in. four, but I still don't think it landed where they wanted it to land no. on the so like comedy. So this this
2: does a lot of work to like put it back. I'm not I'm not done. I'm only four episodes in,
1: mm-hmm.
2: but um, so far I'm enjoying it. Ab- like as much as I enjoyed some of the original stuff. Oh, cool! Like it's it's fucking great. Yeah, and some
1: of the jokes are amazing in season four. Like it's very funny, but it's just like you're like you're trying to remember something from three hours ago for it to have landed properly. And you, know?
2: like, you, you have some of the, like, awkward moments, but, like, you're not in on the joke. And so yes. you just have the awkward moment. And then, like, four episodes later where you get the joke now, it's too late. You have still had to walk through that uncomfortable scene that you didn't fucking understand then what then was going on. <laughs> and then wait two more hours, you know? So, yeah. th- anyway, that th- those things are largely resolved. Mm-hmm. And it's actually kind of fun because they... Now, because they're in the way they recut it, they made it so that, you know, the scenes kind of make sense. Yeah. So now... You're, like, getting stuff that you never, ever got during yeah, the like if, first watch. Yeah, if a watch.
1: character, like, goes into another room, yeah. he disappears for two hours, but I guess now he'll, like, actually go into that room and have the scene that follows.
2: Like, right. I'm, I'm actually realizing oh. jokes that I missed on the original watch yeah. now from this. Yeah. So, you know, oh. that's success. And then, Speaking um, of, of Netflix, oh, I say,
1: but season five, uh, yeah. next week? This week? Uh, I thought season. it was the
2: end of May. End of May. Yeah. Perhaps on my plan. I think it's 29th or something like that. It's the end of May. Speaking oh, of Netflix, the, we got
0: questions. Do we? Oh, we yeah, do from, from our, our listeners. Go ahead.
2: Um,
0: so this is a, a thing that can happen if you are on our Patreon.
1: You can ask us questions and make us talk about things.
0: And we will talk about the things that you want us to talk
1: about. I think we want – someone was looking for comedian references. Yeah,
0: so um, listener Jer. Jer. Jer.
1: How we, we, sorry for messing up your name. John is, John is audibly eye-rolling right now. <laughs> I don't know if the mic's picked that up. What, what do you read it um, Hit it.
0: Actually, something that I'd be curious about is recommendations for good stand-up comedians and where to get these specials. I usually just try whomever Netflix recommends to me, but i like some non-algorithmic suggestions. Especially since the last recommendation it sent me was a guy speaking in Lebanese, Which, I think.
1: I mean, I don't know what Netflix you're using, but like no one, nothing has ever recommended me something like super far off base with my comedians I don't know I don't know do you, do you, how, do you guys watch stand-up specials on Netflix at all totally yep. do oh. I do a lot yeah Are we, you, favorites John
0: Mulaney I was he's, gonna say John Mulaney was he's just 15. got a new one just launched on, on Netflix so yep. his third one is is up there uh, Dave Chappelle's got two that came out this, this yeah. year you you totally worth watching Tom ones
1: no Tom Sedaris is also very funny is Ragnarok on there or was it only on American Netflix John Hodgman's Ragnarok it was yeah I don't know if it's still there I don't know if it's I really haven't there. seen it. You should watch. You would love John you know,
2: I've, I've tried a lot to get into stand up on Netflix because yeah. they're always putting them out, and it's yeah. always like people that I kind of know, and I, I, I just like, I never get entertained, and I always end up turning it off five mm. minutes in. I don't know what it is. My, so it doesn't resonate.
0: Find a good. Demetri Martin the,
1: has a good special. Demetri Martin. If. That, yeah. yeah.
0: Demetri Martin's If, if you haven't seen it, is yep. hysterical. Mm mm-hmm. hmm. Uh, you can find that on YouTube if you can't find it on Netflix.
1: I know he, D- Dimitri Martin certainly has a special on Netflix that I would recommend. Like, yeah. I, I, w- I was over at Red Andrews a couple weeks ago and we watched it.
0: Basically, go back and watch the special contributors for The Daily Show and find out if they have a, a stand-up special somewhere on the internet.
1: Oh, hmm. my goodness. Speaking of stand-up specials in The Daily Show, though, you guys, Michelle Wolf got did a thing. Oh, man. Did you watch it? I did watch it. It was great. It was A-plus, and then everybody acted like babies. Like,
0: Big giant babies yes. crying. So you and should explain what
1: this is. I mean, I feel it. Yeah, exactly. It, Michelle Wolf, Daily Show correspondent, former Daily Show, former Daily Show correspondent. She now has her own television show yeah, exactly. on Comedy Central. Yep. Uh, got hired to do the White House, uh, correspondence dinner, correspondence dinner yeah. where it's like, it's kind of like a tradition at this point. Apparently it's like, it's always been that way. Even from like year one, mm-hmm. they'd have like kind of a roast, a zany satire writer, probably from the newsies being like, ho, ho, ho. Like, I'm sure it was a lot more silly or like tame a hundred years or, ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like,
2: less vicious would be, you
1: know? Yeah, exactly. Up,
0: in, up until what Colbert's one on Bush, mm-hmm. which was,
1: Pretty, pretty, pretty scathing. Vicious. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Like, I, uh, there's been some scathing ones. I mm-hmm. think like uh, someone was talking about like some the, like Carson did it once, and also was like just like making like the president had an affair joke and stuff like 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 people have gotten pretty like savage racy and savage yeah but that's
2: kind of the point yeah
1: Yeah, exactly that's kind of the point so michelle wolf got like mega savage also of note. also
0: the presidents normally go there and they take it like a roast
2: yeah
1: and this is the second year that uh the president did not show up really yeah because he didn't show up to the first one didn't show up to the second one and in fact it was something like the first time in like 50 years that a president just was like i don't want to be there and also the vice president was not there this time either and I think the only the only major person who was there was uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. How, yep. how, how
2: do you – okay, so, so give me a line or two that she said that was particularly good because I, I remember one. But.
1: Well, I remember the, the chewing – like the one that I thought was funny was chewing up uh, Sanders because she was sitting right next to her. And it was like the only, the only target that, you know, in a way had the balls to sit down at the table. Which makes
0: sense because it's the Cor- White House Correspondents Dinner. It's a press –
1: yeah, exactly. That's Dinner.
0: It. She's the press secretary. She's the one who talks to the press.
1: What, what was it? She, the 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 weird like compliment where she was like like burning burning the truth to the ground and then using the ashes to create a, like a smoky the eye. Perfect shot, a smoky <laughs> eye. Perfect <laughs> smoky eye. Yeah, exactly. You just like and just like just talking about just.
2: She's like, you guys are all responsible for Trump. Yeah. You gave him all the airtime, and then now you're making money off of and, him. And that, don't, the
0: don't act like he's not the best thing that's happened. Exactly. And that, Ratings and, are up. You and, guys love him.
1: And that was the part that, like, which which bugged me so much that the the Trump administration went like so much on the offensive against her because I was like. I personally was like, it was kind of balanced. Mm -hmm. She was taking shots at, like... Everybody. At everyone. I was like, it wasn't just slamming the Trump administration. It was slamming the Trump administration. And then, like, equal parts, like, the mainstream media did this. (laughs) You know? It was just sort of like, we have all these terrible things that are happening in the White House. And the 24-hour news cycle is, like, responsible for making this happen. You know? like, And for them to just be, like... For them to have reacted, or specifically the Trump administration, because, like, the media just, like... Kind of like took it on the chin. like uh,
2: That's the only way you can handle something like it, that is exactly. you just fucking take it. Don't
1: say anything. Don't make a big deal and let it, it go. And it's it's also – it's yeah. one of those big – it's one of those things that I – She I wasn't even
0: particularly scathing. Calling the press secretary a liar. Not breaking new grounds. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Calling yeah. the press out. Mm-hmm. People are doing that. Exactly.
1: Just like referring to the grabbing by the pussy. Like that's a thing. That happened. It's like
0: – That's a thing that comedians have joked about. Yeah, exactly. You, you, about.
1: Could take, you could take the shots. They're there for the taking. The the thing that I uh, I thought about when I was watching this and then when there was like the, uh, the flame out afterwards mm-hmm. was remember when Jon Stewart was on uh, Tucker Carlson. Yeah, exactly. And then they were just sort of like, they're like, what about you? Where's your accountability? And he's like, I am a comedian. <laughs> like, he's like, it's I don't need to be accountable. People know I'm making jokes. <laughs> like, yeah. I can make jokes about people. Who need to be held to a much higher accountability than I do, and for them to just be like it was inappropriate, and her jokes, are, I was like, she's a comedian. If she if she was like a senator, yeah, making yeah, yeah. We those get... jokes, I'd be like, then yeah, we'd h- maybe have an issue if a senator just like suddenly got up and like started flaming everyone. But I'm like, she's there as an entertainment value. Yeah, hit the jokes. Anyway, I'm sure her downloads probably quadrupled. So oh, totally. Congratulations and it worked out so really well, well for, for her. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I just
0: I don't understand why they would have made it a headline for her
1: what do you
2: mean
0: the the right wings like why they would come out so angry against her <sighs> how he dare no she call her what they're a, doing. like how dare she call sarah huckabee sanders a liar it's unacceptable and oh, she's oh not a feminist like what
1: just, yeah just, yeah that was just shut
0: up that was hilarious like how said, can you criticize her looks that's that's a low blow no one criticized her looks that
1: wasn't a joke yeah <laughs> the yeah. joke was she's a liar that doesn't uh, she's got good makeup she's
0: a liar with good makeup
1: hilarity i don't know i just yeah exactly i just it blew my mind that you would like why would you make that such a big story it's
0: nah i'm i would not have downloaded the the speech if if not for the uproar i'd be like oh michelle wolf she's all right
1: i mean i'm glad i got to see her when she played at the comedy works like about two years ago she played it at at the comedy works crazy what's she doing what What was she doing stand-up like she's, yeah. a, she's a stand-up comedian like hmm. that was her whole thing then she she was i think a uh like a featured daily show kind of person she wasn't on the staff yet hmm. i think at the time so she was like she had done a couple of like little little spots of them then she got hired full-time to the daily show and now she has her own show Good and I was for like, her huh. Saw so her right at the cusp like <laughs> pre-breakout in a, like an audience of like 30 40 people at the comedy mm-hmm. works like so yeah that's mm. fun what else is going on, y'all? I know you watched an old movie. God. I watched an
0: old movie. We haven't put anything on the list yet, so mm-hmm. let's let's do that. I watched right. Death Race 2000.
1: Oh, yeah. That was great. Hey, James. David Carradine. David awesome. Carradine. I was going to say David. So, James Sylvester uh, what Stallone. What was the
2: line? Something about shitting on the
1: sidewalk? No, no, no. That's Death That's That's Death no, Race. That, that's Death Race. This is Death Race 2000. This is the Roger Corman film. I see. Death the original. Race 2000. God
0: damn, this movie delivers.
1: It's I have so a grenade fun. in my fake hand.
0: Kaboom! <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean spoilers The so Death Race 2000 <laughs>
0: It is everything you want From a 70s sci-fi movie oh, mm-hmm.
1: We watched Death Race 2000 Like for sure When we were, Remember I'm we were sure. kind of Kicking through that Like the 70s uh-huh. For a little while uh, So Death Race 2000 Is in the world Of the year 2000 <laughs> yep, The distant
2: Dark <laughs> dystopian races, future You
1: can get bonus points By running people over Like extra points If they're like Old and geriatric I remember that Or scene. young or, or particularly young <laughs>
0: like, People try to be famous By dancing out Into the street
1: and then hiding hiding under yep. the, the manhole covers.
0: And then there's uh, uh, an underground resistance? resistance that is trying to overthrow the government by fucking up the death race. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking great. It's and- so stupid and so trite and so executed with... With, with belief and faith that they're doing something important.
1: Hmm. It's, it's the, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it, it is really like a message movie in a, in a lot of ways.
2: I, I thought that was the funnest part of it. Like, it's corny, cheap gag, like gags and, and crazy explosions and whatever. But at the same time, yeah, it's actually trying to do dystopian sci-fi it's, stuff. Yeah, exactly. Be like, yeah. this is what's
1: wrong with the world. Which, I mean, I, I feel that it, it operates in that same place as like a good, like, Star political. Trek episode. Well, not, not even Star Trek episode. I, I was going to say, like, like, a political cartoon in, like, mm-hmm. a thing where you're, like, it's very ham-fisted and it's, like, a lot of low-hanging fruit, but it is, like, it's trying to say something, Yeah, you know? Like, and,
0: and they really believe in it. Like, <laughs> the I, cars look, like, garbage. That acting is way over the top, but
1: everyone's still Machine trying. Machine Gun Joe? Yeah. And David Carradine as Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Yeah. What a great name for a character. Frankenstein. And he's just... Frankenstein is just straight up wearing a gimp suit. Mm-hmm. Like, just... Straight up, there's no. n- not even a lot of like window dressing on that. Shinken
0: Joe is wearing like a zoot suit.
1: Yep, the whole time through it, and they get like sexy co-drivers, and I think that the sexy co-driver like wants to like bang Frankenstein. Frankenstein's like, yeah, no, just like shut up, I drive.
0: But then he bangs her.
1: Yeah. Oh, I mean, <laughs> obviously <he's> David Carradine. <laughs> David Carradine is like you know the sexiest man alive in Roger Corman's Death Race 2000.
0: It really <laughs> is, and it's super weird. <laughs> oh, uh, there's lots of like clever edits that replace actors with mannequins full of blood that Mm -hmm. get splattered all over the screen. Uh, It's so fucking crazy and fun.
1: And then, so, spoilers to the end of Death Race 2000, that the entire reason that Frankenstein uh, is, like, racing is because, like, the winner of the Death Race gets to shake the president's hand. And he has a grenade. Hand in his fake hand. So it's, he pulls a glove
0: off and he's got a mannequin hand that has half a mold of a grenade <laughs> yeah, plastered exactly. to it, and the whole thing is spray painted silver. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "This is why I'm going to do the win the race." I'm like, oh,
1: grenade, because <laughs> a grenade hand. Yeah, exactly. So he has to win the death race in order to get close enough to the president to blow up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> See, Hey, he's got a mission. Perfect,
0: mm-hmm. but but a mission that a knife would also accomplish. <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> and I mean, also like. He's really bank. He's really betting on himself to win that race. Like it's like there's a lot of things that I feel that could go wrong in a coast to coast death race. If you're like, no, 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 I'm gonna win this race, and this is how we killed the president. Like, you know, mm-hmm. always bet on yourself. Believe in yourself. The moral of Death Race 2000. Maybe you I'm- too can blow up the president.
0: It's. Of that genre of bad '70s
1: action movies, it's but, way up there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. And I remember when. How watched- does the action hold up? Like that's the great, great. Yeah. It's hysterical.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like the the three greasers who are like playing chicken. Mm-hmm. So one of them gets chicken. He jumps into the sewer. The other one gets plays is is like loses his nerve. He jumps into the sewer and then closes the manhole. And then the other then the third guy it. is just like, "Ha ha, I win!" and jumps, but the manhole is closed, and he's like, "Oh shit, splat." <laughs>
1: Like, I would say, like, of those, of, like, Let's Watch a Terrible, like, 70s, like, Grindhouse action film, mm-hmm. it's, like, the up there with the best of them. Like, it's actually delivering what you want. Like, in your head, you have, like, an image of your, like, I want to watch a dumb Grindhouse 70s Here, nonsense. Here's, here's
0: the easy way to put it. Have you seen Zardoz? Sure. It's the opposite of Zardoz. <laughs> it's that, oh, my God, what is this doing and where is it going and why is it taking so long?
1: So it's the opposite. It's of the it.
0: opposite of that. Uh-huh. Death Race 2000 yeah. is like,
1: I know exactly what's happening. Yeah. I understand <laughs> the stakes and I'm invested.
2: Okay. So is it more or less successful than Star Wars Episode Seven, The Force Awakens by J.J. Oh, Abrams? Oh,
1: that is a very difficult Because spot. it's...
2: Um, I'm
0: looking around the 79 era. I think it compares very well with the Evil Dead.
1: I rank it Interstellar, above Interstellar. Evil Dead. OG, I would rank it above OG Evil Dead, like with, oh, without question.
0: Uh, above Interstellar, Rubber...
1: Probably above rubber. Probably above rubber, yeah.
0: I don't think it goes above
2: Lost Jurassic Park.
0: I don't think it goes above Chappie. I'd rather watch Chappie again than Death Race.
1: So I guess.
2: But you're saying this movie is worse than Suicide Squad?
0: Suicide p- Squad is, is an outlier. We need to fix that. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's one of
2: those movies we can't keep using. I'm just going to keep bringing it up until we actually take the time to do it. Because I
1: was like, I, wanna, I want it. to record a little thing where we re-rank Suicide Squad, but then make it like a patron exclusive. <laughs> so like, you need to pay money to know why we re-ranked it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just sort of like, it'll be like a five-minute little episode that only our patrons can listen to. It will cost you at least $1 to know why we moved Suicide Squad. Spoiler, it's terrible.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I would say, like, right under Chappie. That's just my... Keith, do you have a...
1: I think, I mean, for me, I was just like, it should really, I don't know, I did not see Life or uh, Star Trek Beyond, so, I mean, I will...
0: Chappie, you saw Chappie.
1: I saw Chappie. That's what I was saying. I I would put Chappie over Death Race. There you go. But then I'm saying Life and Star Trek is my only... Beef.
2: I thought Star Trek was pretty terrible, but Star Trek and, and I quite like Death Race, so I'm Hooray. okay. I'm okay with that.
1: Did you guys? Did you guys watch that video that I sent the? Uh, so
2: hold on, under Chappie and above life.
1: Yeah, got it. Um, did you guys watch that video that I sent the uh, ninja from? I sure did. Antwerp talking about the time he met Kanye. Yep. but then, but in addition, that like the, the subplot of that story was that like he like called Drake a faggot, and then mm-hmm. like apparently like wrecked part of the Chappie like marketing campaign because it was like he tweeted on Yolandi's Instagram like Drake is a faggot ha 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 or whatever like just for lols and then that was right when Chappie was coming up so they pulled the word out of a lot of the marketing and the marketing tour because there was a homophobic slur that they had just spouted (laughs) making fun of Drake so Uh,
2: on brand for word not necessarily on brand for for, like a kind of family friendly
1: robot movie is ish. Yeah. It's, what's, don't know. what's great about no, that No, Chappie story. is not family friendly. Don't like teenage friendly. It's. I'd be really into Chappie. At like age fourteen. Like I'd be so into Chappie. Yeah, just it
0: don't. That is it's not, not family a kid friendly. friendly. I, didn't I didn't say kid friendly.
1: friendly, but I was saying like yeah, Teenage. No,
0: no, you don't even want to watch that with your mom in the room.
1: Why? There's no like nudity. There's just a lot of weird South African swearing. And and ultra violence. Okay. Anyway, I'm what's great
2: about that moment with. With, uh, Ninja talking about this Kanye. This is available on YouTube, by the way, listener. Yeah.
1: You can just, if you talk about, like, Ninja, Ninja from it talks about Kanye, vice show it's about eight minutes watch it Very it's worth funny.
2: it when when ninja opens his mouth you right away know like you're listening to a crazy person yeah but then he describes a thing that is meeting a person more crazy than him you know, and being out crazied and just like not knowing how to deal not with knowing it what to it's do. such a good story
1: kanye just assumed that because he was tall and wearing basketball shoes he could play basketball <laughs> and then he brought him over to drake's to make him play basketball against drake and i love the the, the part where he just talks about like kanye he's like every time kanye went for a went for, like, a dunk, he would go and, like, do the stupidest things and, like, he's, like, spinning the ball over his head and trying to go on there and he messes it up every single time. And he's, like, until one time he hits it and it's the coolest thing I ever saw, man. And he's, like, I guess that's, like, part of being Kanye. Like, just doing stupid things all the time and then every now and then you do the coolest thing anyone's ever seen. (laughs) Which, I mean, I guess kind of, like, leads into what Kanye's been up to in the last last two Well,
2: hasn't he done some kind of
0: Republican swing? Yeah. Yeah, he said that Donald Trump is a beautiful person. That they, they share just, the same dragon energy. Dragon
1: energy. Yep. And, I, uh, and that, that's not even the craziest because I can I can get behind not get behind I can wrap my head around being an incredibly wealthy person and being a little pro Donald Trump because mm-hmm. part of Donald Trump's deal seems to be that the very wealthy people will do well under this with like the tax breaks and all that stuff. Like there's like maybe you know what I mean. I'm like, like there's like I can see a, a line. Yep. Yeah. Sitting there talking to TMZ. No 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 wait
0: you got to keep going because. After oh, the Donald escalation? Trump thing,
1: after the Donald Trump thing,
0: came John Legend, who direct messaged Kanye going, Hey Kanye, that thing with Trump, like you gotta understand, you know, you're a multimillionaire. For most people who are black in America, he's the bad guy. You can't. He
1: lost five million Twitter nine followers. Nine million. Nine million. Whoa! So, nine Kanye, million people unfollowed Kanye West. That's crazy. So That's a John, third of the population Le- John Legend basically
0: <laughs> called him out, and the reason we know this, these yeah. direct messages calling him out. Kanye screenshotted it and posted it on
1: Twitter. Okay. Like, hey, John Legend, mm-hmm. get off my back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then he wow. loses. He also he has a new m-
1: single that I need to point out is awful. Is John it? John Legend? No, Kanye. Oh, okay.
0: Pro- well, John Legend also was like, oh, I see that you're screenshotting all my tweets, so I'm going to say, hey, check out my new single. <laughs> Kanye. <laughs>
1: Kanye Song. Uh, then he loses
0: smooth. 9 million followers on Twitter in okay. 24 hours. Going from 19 million to 10 million, so that's that's almost that's half. a lot. And yeah. if there's a lot of people on Twitter who are like me, who log on once a month to see what's going on,
1: so maybe eventually they'll yeah, get the problem around. Be an even bigger
0: drop once other drop. people pick up their phones again. Awesome. Uh, a couple days later, he goes on TMZ.
1: Oh my goodness, this is like. like and have
0: you ever watched TMZ? No. All right, TMZ is kind of awesome in terms of the Hollywood celebrity garbage because mm-hmm. they get all the reporters together in a big room in the bullpen and just kind of shout shit at each other about what's going on. So you, all the reporters kind of become characters on the show. Hmm. You get to know, like, the dumb surfer dude and the older lawyer guy and the cute girl. and You know, they have their own takes on everything, and you get this weird personality Yeah, input. This is
2: like a TV show about the media organization? Yeah, yeah
1: exactly. So if you, if imagine
0: you... the National Enquirer and People
2: Magazine mash well, together I know TMZ is the magazine but yeah
1: but the show, show. Is, is imagine if you imagine like a like a bullpen scrum yeah. where you're like here's the stories and you're just kind of like spitballing it and then you I guess like the, the meta of it would be like someone would then write an article about it you know what I mean like but this is just like hitting the headlines and the writers are just kind of all there talking like, about it just like shooting the shit yeah exactly, sure. exactly. And,
0: and giving one liners to each other to try to get a little screen time and one ups right, right. on each
1: other yeah
0: it's kind of fun. Okay, okay. Not so, so much for the same. content, but because of the characters. Yeah, it can yeah. be
1: watchable. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, it's
0: you know, um, Kanye is on the show. He's in the bullpen, and he mouths off saying that four hundred years of slavery was a choice for black people. Yeah, because he, well, he's free to do what he wants.
1: Yeah, and he's like, if you put up with something for four hundred years and you don't do anything about it, that sounds like a choice.
0: Whoa!
1: <laughs> no, Kanye, at, no. At
0: which point. <laughs> One of the guys from TMZ is just holy like, "Holy
1: moly, holy
0: sh! No, you cannot do that. That yeah. is wrong. Uh, you're you're a millionaire and you're a genius, and that's great. But you have to fucking look at the impact that you are having on the real world. Saying something like that, yeah, and basically just just rips on, him.
1: eviscerates him. him. Yeah, 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 and yeah.
0: Kanye looks fucking stunned. He looks like no one has said anything negative to him for
1: fucking years. Yeah. Holy he is just shit. like,
0: uh, uh, duh, fuh, uh, uh. Yeah. Thank you for sharing your opinion.
1: Yeah, I highly recommend if you can just watch like TMZ employee eviscerating Kanye West. Yeah, I'm gonna Holy find that. Yeah, yeah shit. Yeah. It's just and it just like like a Kanye West and this guy, which I a mean, fan. like Kanye West, like you go the size of the Olympic stadium, looking like a scolded puppy from this dude, just like, Woo! what are you saying? Like you cannot say that
0: out loud to people.
1: Yeah, and what are you thinking, Kanye? Like. Ah, Kanye West, everybody. I don't even know. How do you... What a time
2: to be alive. Kanye's ego being reined in.
1: Yeah. Truly, it is the
2: future.
0: How in that family that he's in is he the crazy one? That's fucked up. Mm -hmm. I can only imagine Kim Kardashian at home going, oh, no, honey, please shut up.
1: Well, she did. Like, when he was was doing his initial tweet of, like, the president and I share, like, dragon energy and that's why, Mm -hmm. whatever, it's like that. Like, about an hour or two later, he's like... Uh, my wife <laughs> t- like texted me and told me to point out that like I also support some of what Hillary said. Like, I don't, <laughs> he was like, I don't. He's like, I don't disagree with. He's like, I don't agree with everything that everyone has to say. Like, I disagree with something that everybody has to say. Like, both sides have things. Like, because like, Kim Kardashian was like, What do you? What do you? You're hemorrhaging Twitter followers. Yeah. I'm Kim Kardashian. I know how to manage social media. <laughs> like, you know, like, stem that stuff. Yeah, mm. because he had like a couple hours after his initial like MAGA post, had like I also like Hillary. <laughs> I was like, "Too late, Kanye. It's too late now."
0: Can you imagine how bad, how batshit crazy you have to be for Kim Kardashian to be Ray obvious, Nguyen? obviously the voice of reason? But then, the not flip... just sort of the voice of reason, very obviously yeah. the, the voice flip of
1: Side reading. of that is, or I mean, I guess like the the the, the, the uh, yeah, I guess like the flip side of it is that apparently, like Trump showed an uptick in his approval rating following all this, and then personally thanked Kanye for it for like like helping like resonate with like black voters and stuff. So, what? what is this? <laughs> why are rappers involved in everything? I mean, like, just why are the entertainment industry? Well, the industry? whole
2: thing is a dog and pony show to distract people from the terrible things that he's doing overseas. That's why.
1: I guess. I guess so. And that's
2: why they're going to talk about this in the media cycle. Yeah. That's it.
1: Uh, I mean, well, yeah. Thanks. But- Oh, also you guys the been following the, Rudy, the Rudy, Giuliana, Rudy Giuliani media tour? Like, that is, to me, an, an enormous tip-off of, like, kind of confirming exactly what you're saying. Uh-huh. Where, like, you have Rudy Giuliani going on every, like, political talk show, just, like, contradicting certain things and, like, confessing to other things. But it's only about, like, Stormy Daniels nonsense, which I'm like, whatever he did with Stormy Daniels and however, like wrong it may have been and however even if it was maybe a misuse of like money is absolutely not killing anybody or like not a war or anything so i'm like despite the fact that it would still be a scandal it is like still like 20th down in terms of like international policy so it's like the fact that they have a recognizable like voice piece just out there just like spitting the stuff to like spurn the controversy even more it's just like Mm -hmm. i hate it i hate it i hate it so much (laughs) y'all
2: Yep. So they they put up something on Netflix. Something. That is Monty Python. They put fucking all of Monty oh Python, God, everything of Monty Python. Man. And I started rewatching it.
1: John, yeah. I, I want to rewind you 5 seconds. And I laid you up and yep. you didn't deliver. You said they put something on Netflix and I said something. And now and for
2: something completely
1: different? That's it. I could have done it. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry.
2: I was so excited to start talking. So Go. the the like I was a huge ass Monty Python fan mm-hmm. when I was a wee lad. Like that the, that like irritating asshole who keeps repeating Shit from the Holy the, Grail. The, like did the, your parents the Holy love you? Grail? When just
1: like when you're just like spam, spam, spam. Wonderful. I was one of
2: those assholes, mm-hmm. you know, and um, and I think like it was maybe I was just. Just getting into sci-fi, I was maybe like 19 or 18 when I got to the the, like absolute saturation point where I was like, I've seen all of the movies a hundred times. I had like listened to the tapes, you know, because they they had a lot of tapes.
0: Hollywood Bowl. Yeah,
2: like I'd listened to all those a hundred times. And then, you know, like the core of Monty Python's humor is it's like unpredictability and it's its, absurdity, absurdity, you know? And so like absurdity just withers under repeat viewing, as I think does the enjoyment from Monty Python. So I'm like kind of enjoying the rewatch of it all, yeah. but not really. My you favorite
0: know? sketch is the sketch I can never watch again because it never delivers. Which is? Scott of the Antarctic. Mm-hmm. When they're making a movie on the beaches where they're painting the sand white and mm-hmm. they put down white styrofoam, which looks more like snow than real snow.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It cracks me up in my memory. I tried to be watching it again. I'm like, yeah, this part was... Yeah, yeah that made me laugh too before.
2: Yeah. Yep. Mm. I mean, like it's absurdity that is seventy years old. You know, it's always going to seem a little, yeah. a little dated. The, the early 50 stuff,
1: fifty years old. I don't think it's seventy years old.
2: Early seventies. Early seventies. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. 50 well, years close old. To fifty years old. Yeah. Okay. Still.
1: Yeah. yeah it, it's. Yeah. I mean, I'm. I'm glad. I mean, I certainly will probably rewatch a bunch of it. I'm glad that mm-hmm. I never hit like that saturation point. Yeah. Like I never. My brother kind of did. I. So it's, it's weird. Monty Python is like a weird thing because it's like. There isn't anything directly like nerdy about it, but it's like universally like loved and lauded by nerds. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel that you could walk into like any science fiction and fantasy association in like North America and probably the world, and like drop a Monty Python reference, and like most and people, you're get, in. yeah, you know, yeah. like most people will get it. Only like, your
0: flesh wounds. Yeah, yeah. I'd say that for everyone.
1: Everyone will get
2: that. Like they, like if you look at it, they're channeling whatever whatever is like the creative essence of like YouTube meme, humor, whatever, that that's them doing it just before there was the, the, the venue for it. Yeah, exactly. You know?
1: like the instantaneous, like... Yeah, it's so good.
2: Yep. Water water cooler. Did you see what they did on the yeah. weekend?
1: And then he fucking slaps her with a fish.
2: What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness.
1: Yeah, and so, yeah, the, the, so Netflix threw on... I think it 's all flying circus all the movies, and then there's also like a documentary series that I think is kind of newish The documentary
2: series is fucking great they actually they so it's new interviews with everybody yeah. and retrospecting obviously on their time together, but they get into shit that they you you that they have never talked about before, hmm. and some of them are dead, so they feel freer to talk about things it's wonderful the interviews are excellent hmm. um, and the humor still comes through in all of them so i like I recommend all of those a lot
1: i think the one of my favorite all time Monty Python things was was it. Chapman's funeral? It must have been Chapman's funeral. When they did the dead parrot sketch with it, like, and knocked his ashes over and, like, and all that stuff. And then they, like, got the, brought out the Hoover to, like, suck up his ashes and whatever. Oh God, and I was that's just, so like, good. Like, oh, I was like, A plus boys. I'm just like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I was just like, I was like, t- t- to be like, this is, like, one of our, like, very good friends' funeral. For real. It's taken and,
0: way before his time.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we're just gonna, like, we're just gonna go. <laughs> and we're just gonna, like, and we're gonna, like, do, like, what we did. You know, like, mm-hmm. it's just, like, at no point, like, I was like, you are, you guys are, like, you're, you are Monty Python. You're not, like, you're not, like, pretending, you know what I mean? It's, like, well, you're, like, no, this is who they are, and they're they're going to do it on all shots. Same thing, like, you watch, like, I feel like you watch stuff from, like, John Cleese and Eric Idle now. Like, old people are generally not that funny. Mm-hmm. And then they're, like, hilarious old people. Like, if I watch, like, older, like, uh, like, old Don Rickles stuff that he did, like, in later years and stuff, I'm, like, I can appreciate him as, like, a comic, like, visionary, but it's not necessarily, like, cracking me up the way, like, I saw Eric Idle do a live performance this would maybe be about 10 years ago but still like 40 years out from uh Monty Python mm-hmm. and he did some Python sketch and some new sketches and his stuff was still like hilarious like they don't mind making fun Whoa. of themselves they don't take themselves too seriously but also like seriously enough they're so far Cleese, ahead John of their Cleese did time, a right? fucking
0: nature show that was
1: outrageous, outrageous. Really
0: yeah he's like I'm in the jungles of Madagascar. We're looking for this monkey. I don't know why I agreed to this, and I would very much like to go home. And that was the first five minutes of the show. That's amazing.
1: Yeah. It's awesome. It was
0: great. It was, like, inspired television. Nice. Do we have, I mean... I mean, Gilliam went on to make some of the fucking weirdest movies ever made. And yeah, man. Mm-hmm. A-plus. Still does. Like,
1: what was, what was he doing recently? We saw Zero Theorem. Zero Theorem was fun. He was fun. I don't know if really Dr. No, his big
2: movie is the the something or other of Don Quixote, which is like at can right now. He's been trying to get this movie made for like a decade. Like it has like been more more than that. More than that, yeah. even. like it's, it's um, like his passion project. I Have not seen it. I though.
1: still feel like we were. I enjoy. uh the new Watchmen. Mm -hmm. But I feel like part of us was robbed by not having the Terry Gilliam vision of Watchmen.
2: I'm not so sure about that. I think it might Might be... I think that's like... What's his name? The Dune. Yeah. yeah, I was just gonna say it's gonna be like the Jodorowsky's Dune. But, th- that, but like, this, it's better in concept than it would have ended. Yeah, off.
1: no, but I'm just like I because it was A it was it was being pitched in the eighties, so it was before Alan Moore had uh like screwed off from cinema. So apparently mm-hmm. Alan Moore was gonna be like more involved. And I just I feel that like, I'm not saying it would have necessarily like held up or I been great. So much pirates. But it would But you know what yeah. I mean? It would have been so weird. Like it would have been like, Hey, do you wanna know more about the weird alien that we're gonna teleport into New York City and explode? Here's like a 20-minute like... I have the
2: super extendo director's cut of The Watchmen at home, and I think it's a masterpiece. It's such a good movie.
1: It's it's very good, and I think... Don't say
0: nice things about Zack Snyder. Just
2: don't
1: do it. Because of Batman v Superman or Batman or... Justice, there are so many reasons, but... But, but did, look, he, man, he, hit, he did. He hit Watchmen.
2: He hit it out of the park with Watchmen, and he did the same with Three Hundred.
1: Yeah, I like. I like Watchmen. I like Three Hundred. But I'm just yeah. saying. But there was there was something that I don't even think it would necessarily like. I'm saying I don't think it would necessarily be that watchable as an end result. But I'm like, but something was taken That's, away from us. By no, him. no, it's
0: it's like Brazil. This is a masterpiece. You want to watch it? Uh, uh, no, not really. <laughs> but you know what I mean.
1: Like I'm like, there was something that was take that was that would have been just a very very weird thing that existed if there was like an Alan Moore on board, Terry Gilliam directed Watchmen. Like you'd be like, yeah, oh. I don't know.
0: Brazil is the kind of thing you tell someone else to watch, but don't want to sit down and watch with them. <laughs> like, get back to me when you're done. Uh, what about Adventures of Baron Munchar? Uh, that's it? my. I, I would I say love that, that that that's probably yeah.
1: the. Gilliam movie that I've watched the most.
2: Yeah, really, Twelve Monkeys for me. Oh. I watch that. No, stupid. Oh, oh, that's so times. good. I've seen that a hundred times. I
1: mean, and it, yeah, I guess. Yeah,
2: what a fucking good movie.
1: Twelve Monkeys is great, but yeah, Baron it's Man- great. But that one's
0: like was on TV. Twelve Monkeys was on TV a lot. Yeah,
1: yeah. Ben Munchausen for some reason. 1000 is weird. And I watched it a lot as a kid, yeah. as like a little yeah. kid. It's
2: kind of dark for a children's. Yeah, film. when you go back like, and you watch, you're like weird. Yeah. It was
1: like it was on one of my like heavy rental rotations. Yep. like if you yeah, like if you so. don't know what the kid wants. Baron Munchausen, and I think mm-hmm. maybe that weirdness is what sort of like made it stick out. Where you're just a kid being like, "What?" Mila Jovovich is boobs, if I remember correctly. With no, Mila Jovovich would have been like one year old. You're right. When <laughs> Baron Munchausen <laughs> came out, yeah, exactly. Under underage with Thurman, so yep. I mean, yep. you'll feel guilty.
2: No, I was underage at the time.
1: But now I'm saying now. Oh, if you go back, right you know, now, yeah. If you go back, I haven't you go back.
2: seen it in forever.
1: Ah, rem- <laughs> I was gonna say that reminds me of like a, a story that Walter. Walter apparently had. Uh, I think it was a Hannah Montana.
2: Do you mean the voice of Joe
1: Louie? The voice of, the voice of Vachon. 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 Vachon's own. Spokesperson. The face that runs the place over Spokes at Vachon beard. Cakes. Had, I think it was a Hannah Montana. I think it was a Hannah Montana. Was my Wait, is this,
0: is this going to ruin head his head, career right, yeah. with Vachon?
1: No, but he had a picture of Hannah Montana in his locker in high school. <laughs> and people were just sort of like, oh, girl, she's a teenager. And he was like, I'm a teenager. Like, this isn't weird. I, I put an age appropriate girl on my wall. Like mm-hmm. it'd be weird if I put up like a picture of like Ooh, oh, Madonna a grown woman. I'd be like, Yeah, I don't I don't know what to do. Madonna's sixty. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> I was like, Oh, hilarious. Uh yeah, that's that's is there anything Else that we need to hit on anything else we need to touch on? Uh, right, All right. We didn't black back. We, only
0: one of us has watched it. I think you guys will watch it. OK, so, so we're going to we're going uh, to put that right on the, the show. Hi, thanks for sticking around to the very end of this show. That means you're our number one fan. As our number one fan, maybe you're wondering a way that you can show your support for this. We've set up a few ways, and the boys are going to tell you about it now.
1: If you like this show, you might know other people that like this show, or maybe they'll like some of the other stuff that we're doing on the website. If that's the case, you can tell them all about it using all of the social networks, like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're on all of those. Or you could just, you know, send people links directly to the website. Or if you live in a world without the internet and you only listen to podcasts, you can tell people about it with your human mouth. There's other ways we could support us, John.
2: If your interest in supporting us extends to the financial section, you might consider patreon.com slash 9to5cc. If you go there, you can get perks like early content, you can get your questions answered on the air, and you could get extra art. We've been doing this show for a long time, so we kind of know what we're doing. Not really. 9 <laughs> to blogs, and
1: comics. Made in Montreal since 2011.